0: Want an ad free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.
1: These are the Daily Tech headlines for Tuesday, September 8th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Microsoft confirmed a report from Windows Central that it will release an Xbox Series S console with a starting price of $299. The company tweeted that it will announce more details on the device soon. Sources speaking to Windows Central say the Xbox Series S will launch the same day as the Series X, November 10th. In addition to the full retail price, Microsoft will reportedly offer the Series S with a $25 a month Xbox All Access financing option. A leaked commercial on the Series S claims the console will offer 120 frame per second gaming at up to 1440p resolution and come with 512 gigabytes of storage. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi announced that China was launching the Global Initiative on Data Security. This initiative calls on countries to respect other countries' sovereignty with how they handle data within their own borders and calls on countries to handle data security as a comprehensive, objective, and evidence-based manner while maintaining an open, secure, and stable supply chain for information and communications technology and services. The initiative also calls on members to oppose mass surveillance of other countries and ask tech companies not to install backdoors on products and services to illegally obtain user information. This appears to be in response to the U.S.'s Clean Network program announced last month, which excludes Chinese technology from internet infrastructure used by the U.S. and 30 other countries and territories that have signed on to the program. China has reportedly approached other countries about signing on to its initiative. When Hong Kong's new data security law went into effect, several tech companies, including Microsoft, Twitter, and Google, announced that they would stop processing user data requests from Hong Kong over concerns about how the data would be used. In contrast, Apple said it was assessing the law. In response to questions by TechCrunch, Apple has now clarified that it doesn't receive user data requests directly from Hong Kong, rather these are passed on by the U.S. government after review as part of a mutual legal assistance treaty. All Hong Kong user data is stored in the U.S., so any request for data must be approved by the Justice Department with a warrant issued by a U.S. federal judge before being handed over. Apple also said it received a limited number of non-content requests from Hong Kong related to things like fraud and stolen devices, which will be included in its next transparency report. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission launched an investigation to look at the competition between Google Play and Apple's App Store. According to the announcement, the commission will look at how transparent and effective the overall mobile app market is in Australia and how the stores compete for app sales with other providers. The investigation will look at a five-year span, and the commission is surveying users, developers, and app suppliers for input. A final report will be delivered by the commission in March 2021. Nikkei Asian Review reports that, according to sources, Apple is set to begin limited 5G iPhone production in mid-September. Full-scale production is scheduled to begin in late September or early October. Generally, Apple begins production of new iPhone models in August for a September release. The company reportedly ordered components for 80 million units, but sources say actual production in 2020 may be limited to more like 73 or 74 million units due to delays. It's expected that initial production will focus on a lower-priced iPhone with a 6.1-inch OLED screen and two rear cameras. A TikTok spokesperson confirmed to The Verge that clips of a suicide started circulating on the service on the night of August 6th. The video was originally streamed on Facebook and has appeared on other apps besides TikTok. TikTok says its automated systems have been detecting and flagging the clips and issuing bans for users repeatedly uploading them. Community members have also been warning about the clip so that users can spot them and swipe away before seeing anything graphic in their feeds. Last week, PUBG was among the 118 apps banned in India. Now, PUBG Corporation announced that it will take over all publishing responsibilities in India, cutting ties with Tencent Games in the country. In a statement, Tencent said its relationship with PUBG Corporation in other markets would remain the same. It's unclear if the move will cause Indian authorities to reverse the ban in the country. GM announced that it bought an 11% stake in the electric truck startup Nikola. As part of the deal, GM will help Nikola engineer and manufacture its battery, electric, and hydrogen fuel cell vehicles, including the Badger pickup truck, and GM can now nominate one director to Nikola's board. Nikola's Badger truck is scheduled to make its official debut later this year and ramp up production in late 2022. The company is also developing hydrogen fuel cell and battery-powered semi-trucks. Nikola will continue to own its vehicle brands and will be responsible for selling and marketing its own vehicles. Xiaomi's Poco sub-brand announced the Poco X3 NFC. The phone will be the first device to ship with Qualcomm's new Snapdragon 732G chipset and includes a 6.67-inch 1080p panel with a 120Hz refresh rate, 6GB of RAM, 64 or 128GB of storage with microSD card expansion, a fingerprint reader on the side button, and NFC as the name would suggest. The Poco X3 NFC also includes a 5,160 mAh battery with support for 33-watt fast charging. It offers four rear cameras, a 64-megapixel main shooter, 13-megapixel ultrawide, plus macro and depth-sensing cameras. The phone launches in Europe today at a starting promotional price of €199 with a regular MSRP of €229. And finally, The Guardian published the first op-ed written by Artificial Intelligence. The op-ed was written by OpenAI's GPT-3 and based on the prompt, Please write a short op-ed around 500 words. Keep the language simple and concise. Focus on why humans have nothing to fear from AI, with an opening paragraph also supplied by the Guardian. GPT-3 supplied eight discrete outputs, from which Guardian editors selected selections to highlight different styles and registers of the AI. Editors then treated the op-ed like a human-written piece for standard review, with editors noting, overall, it took less time to edit than many human op-eds.
0: Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.